Hello, beautiful souls of Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. I am so grateful to be streaming on four different platforms, and I am so excited to share this second episode with you. To preface this episode, I will be going into deeper, more intimate details about blood rituals, cycle syncing, the fertility awareness method, working with the moon phases and the astrological signs of the moon, and how I practice and engage with these aspects of health, wellness, and magic. I am so excited, grateful, and honored that you're here for another installment of my witchy period positive podcast. (laughs) Enjoy this episode. My relationship to my blood and to myself has deepened with every cycle since learning about these practices of yoni steaming and blood rituals. The ancient wisdom behind our menstrual cycle as a whole and the power and magic we hold within our womb is immeasurably the most fascinating and empowering information that I have come across. We're sold this idea from a young age as girls that our bleed is a problem, something to hide or be ashamed of. Most of us don't even want to tell anyone that it's happened because we're simply not taught about our bodies. I mean, what's even really age appropriate to share about periods anyway, right? Literally everything. Maybe minus the sex part, but periods, just like sex, are totally natural and normal parts of life. Sex doesn't always have to lead to a baby, especially when you know your fertile window. You do know that you can't get pregnant every day of your cycle, right? That it's literally a five to six day window of fertility every cycle, and it can be charted and tracked by you to find out exactly when that is? If you didn't know, now you know. Did I just blow your mind? If I did, surely you're not alone. We are taught that if we have sex, we will get pregnant and die because pregnancy is to be feared and avoided at all costs. This teaches young girls that sex at any point in the cycle can result in pregnancy and so they should instead go on the birth control pill because this is the only solution to avoiding pregnancy. But what if I told you that there's a completely natural way to track your cycle and chart in a way that you learn your body's unique rhythm instead of relying on an app that uses data from previous cycles to predict your ovulation and menstruation? What if I told you that it was as easy as taking your temperature every day, paying attention to your underwear, and writing down your physical and emotional symptoms every day for 99.4% accuracy. Because there is, and it is really that easy. You see, to avoid or achieve pregnancy, you only need to know one specific bit of information. When are you ovulating? The quote-unquote average menstrual cycle is 28 days, and the quote-unquote average estimated day of ovulation is usually day 14. However, 
Not every woman's cycle is 28 days, and so not every woman will ovulate on day 14. That's right. Your period tracker is probably wrong. So if you're relying on that for conception or avoidance of pregnancy, it's probably not as reliable as you think it is. A healthy cycle can range from 26 to 36 days, and ovulation can happen at any point but it will only happen once in a cycle. For example, I've been charting my cycle for the last six months pretty consistently. My cycle's been ranging from 26 to 33 days, and my cervical mucus and ovulation pain on day 16, this last cycle, has brought me to believe that was my day of ovulation. I recently purchased the TempDrop cycle charting device, to assist me with getting to know my body better, tracking my basal body temperature, and also my sleep patterns. This will help me pinpoint ovulation even further and confirm my cycle patterns. I'm super excited to start using it when I start my bleed, which brings me to blood rituals. I was charting and tracking my cycle this past cycle, and I noticed that specifically on days 21 through 24, I was craving my bleed. Like, I'm just waiting for the release of my lining, the release of this stagnant energy that I'm holding in my womb, and of this incessant chatter in my mind. And all of the spiritual and energetic lint that I've picked up throughout this cycle. To be honest with you, I'm still craving my bleed. Currently sitting on day 29. Um, Really just patiently waiting for her to show up so that I can celebrate her. I've literally never felt like this before. But I also did a distance Reiki cord cutting session on day 23. And the new moon was on day 22, which was definitely intense for me. I've just been craving this energetic and physical release for over a week now, and I'm almost begging my bleed to show so I can honor this past cycle. A lot of grief and a lot of revelations came from this cycle, and I'm ready to shed it and begin again with my boundaries and my perspective shift and a peaceful heart and a calm mind. The ritual of giving my blood back to the earth allows me to give everything that I'm releasing back down deep into the roots of Mother Earth and the universe for them both to transmute and alchemize in whatever ways they need for the highest good of myself and all living things. I give my blood back in love and gratitude and sing songs as I walk in a counterclockwise and then clockwise motion around my offering tree to release what is no longer serving me and then call in everything needed to nourish my highest good and my best self. It is said by the Zapotec tradition that women bleed for everyone who is unable to grieve. We release the sadness and grief of the collective through our blood, and so by giving that back to Mother Earth, we are providing a connection and nourishment to the heart and soul of the Earth. The Earth cares for us and gives us exactly what we need, even when we are blind to her gifts. Our blood and our tears are what we have to give in return. That is it, and that is all. When I, feel overwhelmingly, when I feel overwhelmingly frustrated, I go put my hands on the earth and cry until I cannot anymore. 
I shed tears deep into the roots of the earth, and the earth gives me back amazing energy that I can walk away with and feel so empowered, knowing that she's whisking away my grief and sadness and frustration and using it for the good of all. I soak my blood in water so I can nourish the earth as I give her my love and gratitude. I soak my reusable period wear in water and scry or stare at meditatively and see what images I see any meanings I may be receiving from my blood. Um, I've seen animals, words, I get feelings, I see the colors of my blood, the textures of my blood, and that helps me to translate the health of my previous cycle. I paint what I see sometimes, other times I honor it with a picture and a journal entry about what I saw. I recently purchased more organic period underwear, and let me just tell you, Organic period underwear will change your fucking life. I now have five pairs and I will never go back to disposable period products. You literally always have your period supplies handy. You never have to worry about running out or not having the money to buy disposable for your bleed. And you're saving the environment all in one. Plus, you're not harming your vulva or vagina by using bleached. Yes, you heard that right. Bleached pads or tampons that can cause your body to go into shock just take that in for a second bleached and let's not even go there with the fragrance marketing please do not use scented or fragranced pads or tampons ever we wouldn't spray perfume up in our pussies right okay so it's a hard no Steer clear of douching as well as this can cause bacterial vaginosis or even yeast infections. The vagina is a self-cleaner and only needs non-scented soap and water. Please stop buying into the hype that your body is disgusting and needs help covering up its smells and bodily functions. Menstruation is healthy and normal and is your body's way of energetically and physically cleansing you. It's a literal death and rebirth for your womb every cycle. You're shedding the previous cycle and opening up to a new opportunity to grow each time. Though ovulation is really the star of the show and what we really want to be looking for when tracking and charting our cycles as a whole, menstruation is just as important, which is why your menstrual cycle as a whole is your fifth vital sign. Yes, it's just as important as your blood pressure, temperature, pulse, and breathing. Remember that next time you think about it being an inconvenience or shaming it away. And side note, if you're on the hormonal birth control pill, the bleed that you're experiencing is not an actual menstrual period because you're not ovulating. This is actually called a withdrawal bleed and the placebo week was actually only added in because women did not like the idea of not bleeding and kept coming to the doctors thinking they were pregnant. The hormonal birth control pill actually shuts down ovulation by shutting down the communication with your brain and your ovaries. Without that communication, your body is missing out on a very important conversation concerning your health. Each time you ovulate, you strengthen your heart, bones, and brain health, and each time you don't, surely the opposite is happening which may not have many effects right away, but during your perimenopause and into your menopausal and postmenopausal years, this can cause major health concerns, such as dementia, osteoporosis, and even cervical cancer. 
not to make you worry or think, oh my fucking God, I'm going to die, because likely you're going to be just fine and can actually turn the health of your entire body around in as little as three to six cycles. It's really all about how you care for yourself. I'm currently reading Period Power by Maisie Hill, and this was recommended to me by my friend Nam, the cyclical coach on Instagram. Go check her out. I'll be having her on the podcast very soon to talk about her coaching, recipes, cyclical nature, and to learn from her about the menstrual cycle, which I'm so excited about. It's a great book that I've really enjoyed filling my Sundays with recently. So much amazing information, and there will be more book recommendations in the show notes, so check those out too. Thanks so much for listening to this episode, and I will speak with you again soon.